This is the unadulterated Word of God, coming to you from Savannah Ministries. We build up believers unto maturity. We raise ministers for the end-time harvest. We preach the Word of God with signs and wonders following. And we use the Word of God to meet the needs of mankind. Amen. Can I see my fine people at the back there? Welcome. Hallelujah. Um, how many of us have this book? If you, if you have this book, raise your hand up high above your head. Amen. Okay, put your head down. If you are married and you don't have this book, let me see your hand up. I wonder how you got married in Savannah Ministries. Okay. Okay, I didn't catch anybody. Amen. I would have sold this book for 10,000 naira this morning. Amen. Well, uh, since the beginning of the month, actually, it's been my heart. In the month of January, I said we should read which book? Great Days. Did you read it? Oh, praise God. Obedient children. Amen. Very obedient people. Um, this month, we still have how many days to go? It's a leap year, so we have 29 days in February. 29 minus 16. How many? 13 days. So we have just 13 days, and this book is, um, is in February, so this is the right book to read this month. And I want you to read the two volumes. There are two volumes, so just read one volume. There are 283 pages. Hallelujah. And averagely, or maximum, you have about 12 words, 10 to 12 words in a line, and there are about 32 lines on a page. Well, that's not where you can see some pages have spaces in between. So, averagely, it should take you about 9 to 10 hours to read this book, if you are a slow reader. If you read less than 200 words a minute, you'll be able to read it in 9 to 10 hours. Amen. So, even if you have read this book before, I know some of you that went through counseling, we insisted that you read it before you come for your counseling. Some of you, it didn't probe you enough to know whether you read every page so we just let you go. But at times like this, you need to read the entire book. Amen. It's not great days that you sit down in one hour and finish. But there is a wealth of information. Oh, homes will be so sweet if we read this book. Hallelujah. And do those things that are written. Amen. Jesus called someone foolish for learning and not doing he called the other one wise. Hallelujah. He built his house on the sand. He heard the word and he did. So, don't tell me that the word say, oh, they, 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 should be, they are not saying um, the things that are, that are practicable. God's word is not practicable then. I don't know where you are coming from. Amen. But these words are eternal. And they will make your home heaven on it. Like I always like to say. Amen. Heaven on it. So, get a copy of the book. It costs 2,000 naira. If you don't have a copy, if you don't have 2,000 naira really to buy it, you really need to read it and you do need to read it, then you can meet me after service. I will assess your bag, your pocket. Be sure you don't have 2,000 naira. I'll check your bank account. Check the cost of your shoe. I'll look at the price of your hair attachment or wig or natural hair. And if really... 
I can see that you can't spend 2,000 naira. Then I'll give you a copy and pay for it. So if you like, go and remove your wig before you come and meet me. <laughs> I'm still on fire this morning. <laughs> Amen. Hide your shoe, hide your watch, hide your bag. Then come and meet me. Remove your tie, put it away. Because I know the price of those things. Amen. I like good shoes. I wear good shoes. My wife makes me no good hair by force. So if I see good hair on your head, I will know too. I know frontal. I know full, front, full closure. 360 closure. <laughs> so if you come with 360 closure, you tell me you don't have 2,000 error. So if you come, I'll say, lift the back. Let me see. <laughs> you know I'm joking. Amen. For the Lord is good. Well, I hope you enjoyed Val's day. Amen. Amen. I hope you had fun. If you have not, if you are not married, or you don't have, you are not in a relationship, well, I'm sure you enjoy time in God's presence. Amen. Well, I'm happy to announce to us this morning, amen. Um, I want to get this out of the way so I don't forget it after the service. But next Sunday is going to be a special service. Amen. We are going to have prophetic healing wave in church next Sunday. Amen. Um, well, from today we'll begin to noise that. You begin to noise that. Um, publication in it will do our best to begin to put out things that will help us um, promote that. But we are going to have a special Sunday service with Reverend on Sunday, prophetic healing waves. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So get ready for that. Prepare yourself. Let's come prepare from 7 a.m. until 11 when we are done. It's just going to be an awesome time in God's presence. Hallelujah. Okay, so let's go into God's word this morning. Um, I have... My 55 minutes, and let's make it really count. Amen. Let me come down here. It's good to be closer to the people. Amen. So let's put this away. I mean, first we're here for the first service. Um, yeah, part of the one hour. I took in a fresh service to, to speak. Amen. If you are not here, you need to get that. Amen. Um, we may say it again, but we'll never say it exactly the way we said it this morning. So don't miss that. Amen. Open your Bible to Psalm 91. Hallelujah. Um, what's in my heart in this second service is for us to talk a little bit about protection. Amen. Supernatural protection. Um, from a little bit from yesterday, a little earlier than that, but yesterday is became really strong in my heart. I know Reverend brought it up a little bit, um, said a few things about it, but I really feel strongly that we need to attack, attack the fear that the devil is trying to raise in people's minds. Amen. Um, it's not a time to lay back and relax and just say, oh, it's just noise they are making. Don't underestimate anything that your enemy is doing. 
Hallelujah. Don't take things for granted. When noise starts rising up, attack them. Hallelujah. Silence them. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm not a military man. Amen. But at least I know a lot of a little things about battle. Amen. Whether it's, it's in business or it's in, in a profession or in anything that you do, we're always fighting. Amen. And I learned this, that the American army, when, when they are coming to a place and they are attacked, there is, a, there is a, what do they call it again? When they surprise you, when they lay ambush, yes, when there's an ambush and they are attacked, the U.S. army will run. That's what they are trained to do. They will run and try to get to the safe heaven or the closest place where they have their people. You know how some people behave. When you attack them, they really run until they get to Angwa something. Then they will stop because they have their people around. <laughs> As our uh, U.S. Army behave, they will actually take off while they are running. That's when they, they try to fight back. So they have a lot of, they prepare defense a lot. They go around with armored vehicles and think about protection. The Israeli Army is different. They are way of operation is when you are attacked, you clamp down there and give them fire back. So when you kill one, we kill ten. Terrorism hears that. That's not, I'm not an army person. I don't, I don't fighting. Amen. But you need to learn that being on the defensive is not the way forward in life. Amen. We are not reactive people. You only wait for things to happen, then you react. Oh, what, what is he doing now? What is the devil doing now? The devil has done this. Then you now look for, okay, is this, is this symptoms? Let's look for healing scriptures. Gather healing scriptures. Is it fear? Is it okay, let's look for protection scriptures. Is it money? Okay, well, there's no money. How come there is no money? You should know that there will be no money one time. Amen. Don't live a life of reacting to situations. Live a life of being prepared. Amen. And opportunities will come. They will come dressed like hard work. They will come dressed as giants. They will come like death staring you in the face. Amen. It's your opportunity to use that giant and climb up higher. Amen. Imagine standing on my shoulder, how high you reach. Imagine standing on an eight-foot-tall person, how, far, how high you reach. I know I'm talking more about the physical fight and violence right now, but let's stay there a little bit. Amen. So, when you, when you, you don't, we don't wait until the devil is raising up all the, all the dust or all the noise. But besides that also, when the dust... Like, like I told you about the Israeli army. When, they, when the battle comes to them, they're not going to run. They're going to stay there and fight it out. <laughs> and they don't care. I mean, I mean these are people who... Um, self-preservation matters to some people more. Some other people winning that fight matters to them more. Hallelujah. So, devil, I mean, there's a lot of noise rising up in different places. If you, if you listen to the news one day, it's too much to last you for one month to be afraid. Hello? When there's news of plague, 
destruction, there is news of terrorism, there is news of kidnapping, there is news of theft, there is news of one chance. What do you want to do? You want to just sit in your house and do nothing? There is news of corruption, there is news of people stealing, so you don't do business anymore. Amen. And so everything you do is just being afraid, being suspicious of people. I'm sorry. <laughs> Amen. But there are some kind of songs that are called African-American music. Amen. Um, and there are always songs of being the victim. You're always complaining of I'm the victim. People are stop playing the victim. A lion is never the victim. A lion is never the prey. Amen. Hallelujah. It's never the prey. So you be the one that rise up. Take the offensive. Take the offensive. Take the offensive. Hello? Take the offensive. And to take the offensive, you must have the word of God in you. The way to defeat fear is with God's word. In your thinking, in your mentality, never ever play the victim. Like uh, Bishop Oedipo said, and he says so much in that over there. You are too defended to be a victim, right? Hallelujah. A covenant man. Don't play the victim. Don't always think, oh, they are thinking I will fail. Hallelujah. What they think should not matter. Stop thinking about what they are thinking. Stop thinking for them. Who told you they have time to think about you? Hello? Now I read some people's posts. I'm wondering like, come on, you're always thinking you are a victim of something. For goodness sake, why do you feel so important? The sun rises and sets on your own neck. Everybody is always talking about you. Everybody is always thinking about you. Everybody is always criticizing you. Everybody thinks that you are going to fail. And you think we all have that time to be thinking about you? Somebody laughing about what I'm saying now. He's just having his own fun back there. Hallelujah. You, God, about you. The other people, they have so many things to think about. He walked past you. He didn't say hello to you. Forget to. The wahala he's going through and thinking about. If he tells you, you'll be dobaling to greet him and you are still walking here. And then you will say, oh, this person doesn't care about me. This person didn't do this to me. This one didn't think of my birthday. This one, this one has still not said happy birthday. Your birthday is tomorrow. So has not said happy birthday. <laughs> uh, the last three birthdays I had, she didn't even say happy birthday to me. <laughs> do you know what happened to her on your birthday? <laughs> Does not everyone remember that date, February 17th? <laughs> Amen. So, you are not the victim. Say, I'm not a victim. Say, I'm not a victim. I'm a conqueror. Say, I'm not a victim. I triumph. And to win always, you must know. And don't refuse. Or don't be ignorant of the devices of the enemy. One of his devices, which he always uses, 
It's news. Noise. It gets so loud, that's what you are thinking about. When you start thinking about it, it magnifies in your mind. When it magnifies so much in your mind, it starts to become a reality in your life. Because that is your meditation. When you meditate on it so much, what do you start doing? You start saying it. This coronavirus self. I'm feeling something in my body. It seems like that is it. Is this a thunder fire? <laughs> you know, if you say thunder fire, you, you know, some, sometimes some people like to speak funny. You know? So if, you don't, if, you, if you're feeling like a babe, your glasses on, makeup on, and you're looking good with your nails and driving, and you don't want the thunder fire you, say hello, thunder. You know, what that, you know what that means now? Have you not seen that cartoon? Hello, Thunder. Are you busy? <laughs> so just say, hello, Thunder. It's, it's okay. It's already firing. Amen. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He that dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty he that dwells or dwelleth king james say in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the covering of the almighty he that dwells or is confident he whose Mind whose assurance is in the secret place of the Most High is covered by the Almighty. The man whose confidence is in Jehovah is protected by God. Jehovah. Who is he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High? I put it to you clearly. Don't have too much time to say so much this morning. But I put it to you clearly. The person who is dwelling in the secret place of the Most High is that man whose confidence is in his covenant. Because his confidence, and it's clearly throughout Psalm 91, because his confidence is in his covenant with Jehovah, Jehovah covers him. Jehovah protects him. Accident shall not befall him. Virus shall not come near him. It's written throughout Psalm 91. Amen. So where is your confidence? I gave this example. I can't remember where I said it. By now I said it's a group of people. But let me say it again. Amen. Nothing wrong with, with saying it again, right? If you hear, I give the example of coronavirus. You've had a coronavirus happening in China and some places in the U.S. and Asia and some places and it's just widespread and they're making so much noise about it and how many people have died from it, how many people are affected, how many babies and just give you a manner of gloomy and dark news. And um, you got a parcel from um, from um, AliExpress. Listen, listen closely. And you open this parcel, and as soon as you opened it, it just felt strange. 
something is just not normal with you. Your body is just doing you somehow since you opened this parcel. Then you now thought, you carry this parcel and look at the, the back. Where is it coming from? Wuhan. The company is in Wuhan. You know where Wuhan is? That is where coronavirus started. And it's a business place. Amen. A lot of things happen there. A lot of things happen there. It's a major commercial city in China. And a place where events happen. Really, a big place. So a lot of companies come from there. And you look at Wuhan. I came from Wuhan. Ooh, I'm in trouble. Are you sure it's not coronavirus I'm feeling on my body right now? And then you start confessing God's word. He himself took my infirmities and bore my sicknesses. The itching is continuing up now. Himself, because you are even so mindful of it, symptoms have started. Himself took my infirmities. Then that fear is building and you are attacking and you are resisting and you are attacking, you are resisting. No, I will not be the first person in Nigeria to catch it. But your heart is still here. You are speaking God's word to yourself, but you are not confident that you cannot catch coronavirus. Then, all of a sudden, you were listening to, because anywhere you hear coronavirus now, your attention goes there. They now say, hey, um, information, more information has come out about coronavirus. And you pick it up. The first thing, you cannot contact coronavirus by parcel delivery and it's true and you saw it and you now go <sighs> so it's not coronavirus after all do you know what you have just done do you know what you have just done you have just expressed where your faith really lies your faith is not in god's word your confidence, if I put say faith, you look at me and say I'm, I'm insulting you. Your confidence is not in God's word. Your confidence is in what who said. Who? WHO. World Health Organization that now said coronavirus cannot be contacted by parcel delivery. And you now went, oh, I don't have coronavirus. But all this while, the word of God told you. The word of God told you that no evil will befall you. No plague. Plague means disease that is rat rapidly spreading. Cannot harm you. Cannot harm you. He said you tread on snakes and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. He said, if the spirit of him that raised up Christ from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead will quicken your mortal body or give life to your mortal body by his spirit that dwells in you. He said, God has given to us eternal life and this life is in his son. All those don't matter like who saying coronavirus cannot be transmitted their pastor delivery. Who knows demons more than God? Where is your confidence? Should I say that again? Where is your confidence? In the word of God or in the news? He that dwells or dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide 
under the shadow of the Almighty. We are in a covering. We are in a covering. Amen. We are covered by God. You are protected. You are preserved. When they say kidnapping is now happening in Abuja, so you are just afraid completely. You can't come to church anymore. When they now say, oh, they have dealt with all news came out and say, oh, the military has surrounded Abuja. They've dealt with all the kidnappers in Abuja. There is no more anything. Ah, Tuesday service, here I come. Who is your confidence in? Where is your faith? Is Commander Nancy in the house? So if I have police, I'm not in trouble, right? Okay, mommy is in the house. Mommy is a retired police officer. So, you know, those retired ones, they're even more powerful. Because <laughs> they know too many people. Amen. Hallelujah. For the Lord is good. Open your Bibles to Psalm, Psalm 16. Where is your confidence? He that dwells, he whose confidence is the secret place of the Most High, is in God. He whose confidence is in this covenant. Trust in this covenant. Okay, before we look at Psalm 16, go back to Isaiah, excuse me, Psalm 91 and uh, Psalm 91. Amen. You know, we speak our syllable complete. No, be so. Not so. If you like, don't answer me. There are some people, if you speak your syllable complete to them, they'll be asking you, huh? What did you say? We will speak our own syllable complete. Psalm 91. <laughs> verse 1. <laughs> Let me read it in um, 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 Amplified. But before I read Amplified, can I read it in um, Living Bible? We live within the shadow of the Almighty, sheltered by God, who is above all gods. Reverend told us over this past week, he made it past week, that life is a battle of what? Gods. Hallelujah. So when he's talking about Almighty and comparing with other gods, you know he's talking covenant now. You know he's talking about who is fighting for you, who is protecting who. You and who is stronger than the other ones? Amen. Amen. Plus, the God of Corona, the God of terrorism, the God of all manner of infections, the God of all manner of evil. Your God is above every other God. He said, We live within the shadow, within His covering, sheltered by God who is above other gods. Look at them amplified. And we'll dwell a little bit, just 35 minutes more. Time has gone quickly. Um, verse 1 of Psalm 91. Uh, he, Psalm 91, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of Almighty whose power no foe can withstand. No bomb, no bullet, no violence can withstand. Amen. So I'm protected. I am preserved. We live in a cocoon that evil cannot penetrate. And the more you express your confidence in that, the more that comes into effect in your life. Your confidence should be in this. Don't let fear in. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Don't let fear in. Now let's go to Psalm 16. Let's move a little faster now. Hallelujah. I'll, I'll, I'll be sure to keep the time this morning. Just eat this quickly. Hallelujah. And go and celebrate. Amen. Not Psalm 24. Psalm 16. I'm talking to myself. Amen. Mistakenly open 24. Psalm 16. Um, let me first of all read it in King James. No, no need. Let's just read it and amplify it. But from verse 1, it said, Keep and protect me, O God, for in you I have found what? Refuge. In you I have found what? We have not seen that word in, in um, Psalm 91. So skip back to Psalm 91. We'll move a few times. Skip back to Psalm 91 and let's read that. Give us an amplified. Let's, let's just read it. Um, the first three verses. It says, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of Almighty, whose power no foe can withstand. Verse 2. I will say of the Lord, He is my word. I will say of the Lord, He is my word. And my fortress, my God, on Him I lean and rely, and in Him I what? Confidently trust. Your trust should be in your covenant. Stand by your sacrifice. Amen. For protection. We are talking protection this morning. But it applies to every other thing. For business. Amen. For family. Amen. For job. Job security is not in doing government work or doing private sector work. Job security is in God. Hallelujah. God is my refuge. He is my fortress. Can you say that? Now back to Psalm 16. So we, we, we have um, a little take from Psalm 91. I keep and protect me, O God, for in you I have found what? Refuge. And in you do I put my trust and hide myself. It's not the same thing Psalm 91 is saying. The Lord is my refuge. The Lord is the one I trust in. Wake up, people. Wake up. Amen. I say to the Lord, this is 16, no, this is not 91, but it's very similar. I say to the Lord, I'm reading it amplified. You are my Lord. I have no good beside or beyond you. Amen. Now, look at three. As for the godly, the saints who are in the land, they are excellent, the noble. They are the excellent, the noble, and the glorious. In whom is all my delight? Verse 4. Their sorrow shall be multiplied. Who choose other word? Other gods. Their drink offering of blood will I not offer. Or take their name upon my lips. Now, this makes it very clear that he's talking about covenant. Amen? Because he's talking about taking names on his lips. He's talking about drink offering of blood. He is not partaking in another covenant. His security is not in any other thing but in God. Where is your security? Where is your confidence? Hallelujah. Very good to say in church. Amen. Very good to say in church. My security is in God. But see the example of that pastor's delivery and coronavirus I just gave. I noticed how quiet a lot of people went after I finished it. Because he suddenly just realized that if you were in the same position, you'd be thinking the same thing. <gasps> wow, okay, it doesn't come by personal delivery. I'm free. 
Then when you hear that you can come by pastor's delivery, what happens? That is why the Bible said the arm of flesh will fail you. This is a novel disease that they don't even know so much about. And they are just claiming they are making the discoveries. And some of them are theories. You know what theories are? A supposition based on ignorance of a subject. Conclusion based on ignorance of a subject. <laughs> we have a theory. As far as we know, this is what we believe is true. Until we can prove otherwise, this is what is true. And you believe it, and tomorrow they prove otherwise. Because many theories have been disproved. But this is the confidence. My confidence is not in any other, but in God. Hallelujah. Now see what he says about, next verse, see what he says after declaring his confidence in this God. And go on, he said, the Lord is my chosen and assigned portion my cup you hold and maintain my love what does it mean your love amen can define it in many ways amen but let me just put it simple what comes to you is determined by your god and if he says that all good and perfect gifts comes down from the Father of light, with whom there is no variableness, neither a shadow of turning. Then I can be sure if he's the one maintaining what comes to me, he is the portal through which whatever comes to me comes through. Then I can be sure that whatever comes out on the other side that reaches me is good only. That is why I said, he, Psalm 91 now, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High is covered by the Almighty that no one can contend with. Is sickness one? Is terrorism one? Amen? Is one chance one? Can contend with our God. Hallelujah. Come on, say it too. Say it. Say, God is my protection. He maintains my love. Can we look at verse 2 of um, Psalm 91 now? Let's just go on in the verses so we can finish. We're already less than 30 minutes at the end of our time. I will say of the Lord is my refuge. I will say. I will say. Now, first of all, Jesus declared, or the, the, the speaker who is the word of God, who is Jesus, we can boldly say, declared, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Then the righteous will rise up and say, I will say, before verse 1 is in effect in your life, you have to declare verse 2. So it's not waking up in the morning to think, oh, what are we going to do today? It's waking up in the morning to declare, I will say the Lord is my refuge. The Lord is my refuge. The Lord is my hiding place. The Lord is my protection. The Lord is my guide. The Lord is my preservation. He keeps me. He keeps me. He keeps me. He protects me. He is my guide. He is a cocoon around me. 
God himself. My fortress, my God, on him I lean, on him I rely. And in him I confidently trust. Say, I trust in the Lord. Let's go on verse 3. Let's finish through this. For then, for then, did you, did you, did you see this? Please, go back to verse 2. What did verse 2 say? I, flip back now, just tap energy. I will say of the Lord. Then verse 3, what did he say? For then. I told you, putting verse 1 into effect is dependent on your action in verse 2. You say. What kind of faith are we operating in? Is a righteousness of faith. Amen. The faith that speaks. Not the faith that is doing. If you like, put all the security around. Hallelujah. Protect your car as much as you know how to. And it's good. Put the mobilizer. Put all manner. I still hear of some that were stolen. <laughs> but yours is protected much more than any electronic device. Device. Amen. My home is preserved. My family is preserved. My church is preserved. My life is preserved. Because it's not because I know how to just go around and be so good, be so nice, amen. It's not because I'm better than anybody else or anything that happened to, amen. But my trust is in the Lord. Hallelujah. And quit, quit, quit asking why. Quit asking why. Declare. He didn't say ask why did it happen there. Declare. Listen, oh, listen. He didn't say, ask why it happened. Why? So why did that happen? Now, let's analyze. Let's see how we can eliminate all the issues that may come up. Let's close all the doors there. My brother and my sister, you don't know all the doors there. There are still many back doors you will never know. Ask any developer. Ask Sada. Ask Mona. Amen. There are so many back doors. So many ways. But I know somebody that knows... Ways that don't yet exist. Ways that will be made tomorrow. He knows them today. The, before the thought is in people's mind, he knows how to cancel it out of their mind. Amen. And he has his angels at work. Amen. Let's go on. We'll see all that here. For then, he will deliver you from what? The snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. Hallelujah. Cancer is a deadly pestilent. AIDS is a deadly one. Amen. Bomb explosion is deadly. One single bullet is deadly. But I have somebody that is bigger than them all. He is my protection. I am not analyzing. Quit, quit analyzing how deadly those things are. Amen. You feel one symptom in your body, one pain that is lingering. You say, is it cancer? Is it cancer? I'm not going to read about it. Guess what you are doing? You are building faith in cancer. Hello? It's not a time to start Googling. Your phone is, should not be a killer. Hallelujah. Because some people's phone, having internet is what is killing them. Because instead of looking at God's word, they are looking at the problem. Looking at how the magnitude of this problem. 
How big can this problem become? Somebody I listen to a lot say, once is enough. Yeah. If they tell you that it's fever, okay, it's fever, right? Thank you. One time hearing it is enough. What did you say? It's fever. What kind of fever? Malaria fever. It's not typhoid, right? Okay. What are the symptoms of malaria fever? Yeah, yes, yes, that's what I'm feeling. Okay, that's the one I'm feeling. I'm feeling this other one too, Sha. And then maybe you have typhoid too. Let's test it for typhoid too. Then you are analyzing all this while. You have not analyzed God's word. What does the word of God say about fever? He said he spoke to a fever and the fever had him and left. Fevers do here. So excuse me, fevers are not just physical things. They are spiritual things too. And they hear. You say they don't hear. When Jesus spoke to one, what did the fever do? He packed his load and left. That means fever's here. So when fever's come around, what do you do to them? Mm-hmm. They have ears to hear. For then he will deliver you from the snow of the fall and from a deadly pestilence. Our time is moving quickly. Just move on. Uh, then he will cover you with his pinions or with his wings. Amen. With his feathers. And under his wings shall you trust and find what? Refuge. His truth and faithfulness are a shield and a butler. Excuse me. His truth and faithfulness. What do you know about his truth? Now, you see why I'm saying that Googling can become a problem. Amen. Because instead of learning his truth, you are learning the problem. And you are giving rise to the problem. You say, no, 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 I just want to know how bad this thing is. It's already bad. Know how good God is. Know how much God loves you. Know how much his word has dealt with sickness and put it to naught forever. And keep your eyes on that. Your trust should be in God. Your confidence should be in God. How do you build confidence? Let me tell you how you build confidence. If I tell you I give you a thousand naira after service and you looked at me, you look at my shirt, it's worth more than a thousand naira. It is. You look at my shoe. It's worth more than a thousand naira. My hand moved. You saw my pocket. There was something bulging. Then you had someone say, ah, Pastor, Joe, Pastor Joe has a lot of money. He gave me a million naira last week. So, eh, he gave you a million naira. Say, yes. One thousand naira. He said you give me one thousand naira. He said you give you one thousand The person said you give you one thousand Don't worry. Forget about it. Then he had another person say, do you know Pastor Joe? Wow, I saw what he bought recently. Man, man, that guy has money. He said he's going to give me a thousand naira. This time you are not smiling. He said he's going to give me a thousand naira. I am confident that after I, somebody, while you are saying I'm confident, somebody else walked to you and said, if Pastor Jose is doing anything for you, you can just take it to the bank. He has done it. He said so. Are you sure? He said, Yes. Um, what are we going to eat after church? I have a thousand naira. There's no thousand naira in your pocket yet too. But you know what? You have learned more about the one that said he was going to give you. But if when Pastor Joe said he was going to give you a thousand naira, 
All you are now thinking about is how difficult it is now to make a thousand naira. Do you know to make a million naira in a year, you need to have 34 people give you 1,000 naira every day of the week for the rest of the year. Then you have 1 million naira at the end of the year. Eh? A whole 34 people to give me 1,000 before I can get 1 million. And Pastor Jose is going to give me 1 million. <gasps> Are you sure he can afford to get 34 people to give him 1,000 naira every day of the week for the rest of the year before he can get 1 million naira to give me? Do you know how much things cost right now? Do you know Pastor Joe has a lot of bills to pay? And you know his children's school fees goes up to a million. Eh? 1 million? And he says he's going to give me 1 million. 1,000 naira is it? 1 million naira is a difficult thing. Do you know how many people make 1 million naira in this country now in a month? Very few. Very few. Even lawyers are paid. <coughs> even doctors are paid. Hmm. You see, even me, I have first class. I've done masters. I'm still paid 50,000 naira every month. And I'm like, and Pastor Jose, you give me one million naira. Forget it. You know what you have done? You're analyzing the problem. You are looking at how big 1,000 naira, 1 million naira can be. And then you look at how much people struggle and suffer and don't get one million error. And then you just say, rule it out. Instead of considering who said and how much he has done beyond that. Consider God. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High. He whose confidence is in this covenant that he has with God. Build that confidence. He will cover you with his pinions. And under his wings shall you trust. Shall you trust. And find refuge. His truth. Find his truth. Learn his truth. Learn him. Amen. His faithfulness. They are your shield and your buckler. Let's go on. Verse 5. You shall not. You, 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 you. Say I. I am not afraid. I refuse to fear. Say it again. Say I. I am not afraid. No fear here. You didn't shout it loud. Say no fear here. You shall not be afraid of a terror. It means that there will be terror. Hallelujah. It means that there will be terror. And you stay up at night. And you didn't sleep. Don't listen for what is going on outside. You hear a lot of things. And many will not be able to explain. What's that sound? Crash on your roof. How can somebody throw a stone on my roof at night? It's not a stone. What was it? I don't know. Don't try to find out. <laughs> I used to wonder sometimes, you know, I, I stay up at night. Recently, I've not been staying up at night the past few weeks. But I've stay, I stay up at night a lot. And... I just don't bother myself about any noise going on outside. But that's it. Like, sometimes they say, did you hear that gunshot at night? Was there a gunshot? Hello? He will not come near me. Amen. He said you should be listening to those things. So, so when you hear them, you know what to do. What are you going to do? Are you going to run out of your house? Hello? Are you going to run out of your house? 
Some of you don't know how, how much sound travels through walls. I had Copeland. One day say, you know when you're awake at night and studying, you hear all manner of noise outside. And um, he doesn't bother himself to check. I said, hey, oh, you guys hear noise outside too in your own place. Hey, man. You hear one sound, pow, outside. You go and look through the window. Where were you born? And when? Amen. Because even in places that the walls are in, that cannot be penetrated, when you hear loud noise outside, they will say, hide under your table. Or you think the movies are very true, that when they hear noise outside, the white boy, the black boy will hide inside, the white boy will be the one that will get up. What's that sound? Then you come out. Then you see one hole in the ground. That hole has never been there in his compound. Then he will step through the staircase. I want to explore what is happening there. Then you see one bright light there. And you say, what is this bright light? Then you still go and try to touch it. Then one alien will just jump out of it. Like, Come on. This don't happen in real life. Amen. You like to explore? Hmm. I'm a black man. I explore the things I know. Only the things God tells me to do. You shall not be afraid of the terror of the night, nor of the arrow, the evil plots and slander of the wicked that flies by day. Gossip don't fly at night. They fly at daytime. Bad news about you don't fly at night. They fly at daytime. But what are you supposed to do? Don't bother about them. Amen. Oh, please, spare yourself trouble. Don't hear what people say about you. Make it even good or bad. Glory in there. Oh, they're talking about me. What are they saying? If you discover I'm talking about you, walk away. Say, I'm not afraid. What is it the devil plots? I'm not afraid. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Evil cannot come near me. Because I dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Next, verse 6 here. Thank you. Nor of the pestilence that, walk, that stalks in darkness. You know what stalking is? Ladies, you definitely should know what stalking is. Now, somebody has stalked you one time. You're walking through the market. And you just discover one guy was always on your tail behind you. Ah, you take one turn. He's taking the same turn. He's stalking. He's following you. Hallelujah. And pestilence seem to be stalking you. You're hearing it in the neighborhood. You're hearing it around. Hello. Is it a time to become afraid and shield yourself? Hello. Your shielding is in God. If there's any shielding you do, you say, Hey, the Lord is my refuge. He is my fortress. He is my God. In him I trust. I trust in him. Of the destruction... And the sudden death that surprised and lay waste at noonday. This is where I say, no accident will come near you. Say, no accident will come near me. Sudden destruction, no accident. You can't die young. You are not born to die young. I mean, you are too loaded with a lot of things to just give up in in a short time and just go away. 
This body is designed to live 120 years. Why die at 50? That's too young. 60 is still too young. At 80, Joshua, I mean, Caleb said, give me the mountain. He took his possession at 80, 85. Hallelujah. Like I always like to tell people, don't retire. Just change job. Hallelujah. If they say they are, you are too old to be working here now, find another job. Hey, man. The beauty of it is even build your own. So in the world, there is sudden, there is sudden destruction. There is death that wait, lies, wait, uh, lies in wait for people. But for us, death is defeated. So I'm protected. I'm preserved. A thousand, a thousand, one thousand shall fall. One thousand people, one thousand fall at your side. Ten thousand at your right hand, falling for the same thing. Oh, glory to God. 11,000 gave way already. You are standing strong. When mountains fall, you are standing. 11,000. It's not 11,000 people in China. 11,000 people right around you. But you, you are standing. I, I saw a, a, a story of um, some partners of Kenekopla Ministry. And there was a tornado that came through their, their town. It's not a city, it's a small place. It, came, it blew through them. This, you know how tornadoes can be very wide? And they actually create a path when they pass through. All the trees, pine trees, they were all lying down. The way they filmed it from the, from the, the aircraft, were lying down like, like a toothpick. So they just spread around. Trees! See what? While they had the, the report that there was a tornado coming. They ran down to their basement. And she, the lady now opened one door of the basement. She said the door slammed her back inside. And they went back. She and her husband went back and raised their hand. That means the tornado was right at their doorstep. Raised their hand and spoke and commanded it to stop. And they went back inside. She said shortly after they spoke, there was calm. By morning, they came out. All around them, their own compound, nice and clean, no tree fell. Their compound was clean. Their swimming pool just had um, leaves that came in. The compound was looking like nothing happened in that area. But look around them. They took an aircraft and went up. Look around them. It was just like they, something just from the cocoon around their own house, plus their trees, plus their house, nothing. They showed pictures of their neighbors' houses. Trees fell into houses. Houses removed. You know how tornado passes through? Look, we are blessed too. You know all those kind of things here. We are blessed. No earthquake, no tornado, no uh, volcano, nothing. No tsunami. We have the ocean here still. We have not had any major. It's just babbage that overflowed sometimes. And they've sand-filled it even. We are even encroaching on the ocean. To build a new city. <laughs> Hallelujah. Where we are pushing, God has blessed us in this country. We are so blessed. Amen. We just need to remove man made problems. <laughs> Glory to God. 
Let's finish this. Amen. A thousand shall fall at my side, ten thousand at my right hand, but it shall not come near you. Go on. Only, only a spectator. How many of us like to watch football or any sports at all? When you sit down there and watch the football, do you ever break your leg? Only a spectator shall you be yourself inaccessible where? In the secret place of the Most High. In this covenant, as you witness the reward of the wicked. Glory! Glory. Verse 9. Only a spectator. Because you have made the Lord your refuge and the Most High your dwelling place. The Lord is my refuge. The Lord is my dwelling place. Go on, go on. Our time is gone. There shall no evil. Say no evil. Say no evil. Say nothing called evil. Shall be for me. No plague. No sickness. No calamity. Shall come near your house. It means in your home, people don't fall sick. People don't fall sick in my house. You better start declaring. Say, oh, my children were sick last week. You better declare it now. People don't fall sick in my house. Start declaring it now. There is no sickness. It cannot come near. He said it cannot come near. Why can it not come near? Because God himself is my house. He is my dwelling place. Hallelujah. No evil shall befall me. No accident shall overtake me. And also read it that way. No evil shall befall you. No accident can overtake you. Whether accident of automobile, accident in the home. People talk, people scare people about gas explosion. No matter. Yeah, it's good to take precaution. But please don't let fear in. Hallelujah. Some people, please stop posting fear on WhatsApp. Don't spread fear. Spread faith. Before you post, before you post, ask yourself, is this going to build faith or is it going to build fear? If it's going to build fear, if there is no faith there, please don't post. Please don't post. It may be so much good news that is spreading everywhere. They told you if you share it, you get many amens. Don't post. <laughs> of course, you know, if they say share it, God will bless you that. You know that is a lie. Maybe you get many amens. You get many reshares. Don't post. Don't be the one spreading the devil's news. Don't be the one putting fear in people. You are the giver of life. Let me end here. You are the giver of life. I'm not reading to the end, but let me say, say these words before I, re- I reach the end and we'll close. You are the giver of life. The world cannot give life. The world only knows how to take life away. Only death. Destruction. We are good at it. I mean, man. Pulling things down. Even trees cut down. We know how to cut trees down. When we plant a tree and it refuses to grow, we don't know how to make it grow. We don't give life as man. God is a giver of life. And God gave you that ability to give life. He said that life is in his son. He has given to us eternal life. Hallelujah. What creates bio is in Zoe. And Zoe is in you. Hallelujah. You are so unique and different in this world. Every other thing knows how to take life. You have the ability to give life. It's in your speaking. It's in your speaking. It's in your speaking. 
Speak life to things. Give life. So when you are posting, you are also speaking. Don't be the devil. Be the God that you are. The giver of life. Speak life to things. Speak life to people. Speak life to people. Say I'm a giver of life. Ah, you are so unique. You are so different. Because you are born of God. For he will give his angels special charge. Special command. Concerning you. Hallelujah. Over you. To accompany you. And defend and preserve you in all your ways of obedience and service. Did you hear how, what before I put there? Remember how we said in the first service? I only say what I hear my father say. I only do what I see my father do. Amen. So if you get out of his path, um, Psalm 60, in his path is abundance, right? If you step out of his path, hallelujah, then you are the sheep that has gone out of the fold. Amen. He gives his angels charge concerning you to accompany you and, dis- and, and defend and preserve you in all your ways. Preservation cannot be removed from being led of the Spirit. Or being led of the Spirit cannot be separated from preservation, from protection. So when you see believers running into trouble, Amen. Hear God. Come on, hear God. Hear God. It may look so juicy and so enticing. He said, don't do it, don't do it. It may be, it seems like the best time to do what you need to do. He says, don't do it, don't do it. If you have a check, wait. Amen. They shall bear you up on their hands. Least you dash your foot against the stone. Now let's just read it to the end. You shall tread upon the lion and the other. The, the, the young lion and dragon and serpent shall you trample underfoot. Next verse, next verse. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore, therefore will I deliver him. Now this makes it seem like it's because you love God. But let's read on. I will set him on high because he knows and understands my name. Has a personal knowledge of my what? Mercy. And my what? Love. And what? Kindness. Trust. And relies on me. Knowing I will never forsake him. No. Never. So, setting your love upon God is you accepting the love of the Father. We love him because he first loved us. Say, God loves me. This is where I really wanted to end. And it's, it's time up and I'm here. Amen. The preservation of God, the protection of God, the no fear is confidence in the love of the Father. Perfect love casts out fear. If you are afraid, then you have not developed your confidence in his love. That means you should develop confidence in his love. Anytime you find yourself afraid, go back to build your faith in the love of God. Amen. Two more verses. Let's just read them to the end. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. Amen. With long life. Say with long life. I will satisfy him and show him myself. Hallelujah. Have you been blessed this morning? Thank you for listening. Messages are freely available. Visit carusoscloud.com slash profile slash Savannah Ministries for download.
or visit www.savannaministries.org for more information.